Welcome to day 67 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I want to share a highlight from our readings, which can be found in Numbers, chapter 31 to 32, with the focus being on 31, verses 48 to 53. Then the officers, who were over the thousands of the armies, the commanders of thousands and the commanders of hundreds, came near to Moses and said to Moses, Your servants have counted the men of war who are under our command, and there is not a man missing from us. And we have brought the Lord's offering, what each man found, articles of gold, armlets and bracelets, signet rings, earrings and beads, to make atonement for ourselves before the Lord. And Moses and Eleazar, the priests, received from them the gold, all crafted articles, and all the gold of the contribution that they presented to the Lord. For the commanders of the thousands and the commanders of the hundred was 16,750. So what we've read in the previous chapter is the Lord, because of the sexual immorality and the worship of Baal that the Midianites had inflicted and enticed Israel to commit, uh, the Lord says, you have, to, you have to go and wipe them out. You, you can't live amongst this evil. You need to purge it from amongst your midst. And so an army is, is put together of 12,000, and they go and they, they wage war, and they, they overtake <laughs> and destroy five separate kings. They take the cities, the strongholds, the plunder. And what we've read in the previous chapters is some of the plunder was given to the fighting men and then a portion to the Lord, and then the other half was given to the people who didn't fight, and then a portion of their share was also given to the Lord. And what we see here is after that's already happened, the men count themselves, which is kind of a taboo thing because the Lord is the one who commands censuses, and normally it's a half a shekel of silver per head counted as, uh, as the tabernacle uh, fee, I guess you could call it. And these men counted themselves, and they, they find not a single person was, was struck down. In fact, everyone who went out came back home. And when you think about the brutality of war, even, even back in those days before bombs, machine guns, and whatnot, 12,000 people marching out to war and all of them coming back is quite a feat. And, and rightfully so, these men see it for what it is, which is the sovereign protection of the Lord. And what do they do? They don't just go, hey, we did a census, and we know that that's technically a, a faux pas. So we're here to pay not just the fee of the census, but we want to give an offering to God because of his faithfulness to our numbers. Right? You think about it. So 12,000 men go out, and, and what should have been the offering for counting or the for taking a census of their men should have been 6,000 pieces of silver. And instead, it's 16,750 pieces of gold, or that's the weight of what the gold would have been in the gold shekel. And this, I believe, is the right response. This is the kind of response that God is perpetually looking for from his people, not just the bare minimum, not just, okay, uh, here's a guilt offering. This is above and beyond. This is an expression of gratitude from the heart from these men. We went... We conquered. We came back with no casualties. This was a, a miracle of the Lord. And 
Often when we talk about miracles, when we talk about God performing miracles in our lives, we think about dramatic healings, you know, uh, addictions being broken instantly. And sometimes we negate, really, the miracle of, of what protection can be. And it can be protection from spiritual attacks. It can be protection from physical attacks. I have had many encounters in my life when I've gone, I don't know how I got through that. It must have been the Lord. I once uh, went underneath an 18-wheeler and had the front end of my car ripped off. No scratches, no whiplash, no, no sore muscles at all. And I, to this day, continue thinking to myself, I have no idea how that happened, it, if not for the Lord. It was, to me, a miracle. And sometimes we, we forget that he's, he's always there. He's, he's performing miracles every day if we look. And what is going to be our response? Is it going to be, oh, well, that was nice. Or is it going to be, here is an offering of worship. And I'm not talking about giving God lots of gold unless the Holy Spirit leads you to do that. But are we praising him? Are we, are we magnifying him with words, with actions? Are we telling people about his goodness and the times that he's come through? Because that, that affects people. When we share our stories of God's faithfulness, it builds in them faith. And if, if they're not people who believe, it builds in them curiosity. Is this true? Could this be true? Could he do this for me? And of course, the answer is, of course, God can do it for anybody. Are we worshiping him for the less drastic miracles, for the protection, for the what seems like, oh, what an odd coincidence? Because often coincidence is God working a miracle. That's been my experience. God putting people in our paths, the random stranger who complimented you on the day that you really were feeling low and it changed your day. That's a miracle. I think that's God sending us reminders that he sees us and he cares for us. Let's worship him for every moment. And he's providing for us every moment in ways we couldn't even fathom. May you be encouraged by the word and built up in spirit. Join us tomorrow for another highlight. And until then, be blessed.